my name's Jim Nassipak. And my name is Jessica Nassipak. And welcome to What, what Are, Are You, you Drinking? Drinking? A podcast that focuses on craft breweries, wineries, and local distilleries. We want to introduce you to the people behind these businesses and the great products that they have. So grab your drink of choice, sit back, and enjoy the discussion. As always, welcome to What Are You Drinking? I'm with my incredible daughter, Jessica. How are you doing, Jess? Good. Hot. Hot. It is rather hot today. Um, we were in week, what, eight, seven, eight of our stay-at-home, right? Pandemic. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now we're into summer. Um, not quite as hot as Arizona, where we're from originally, but still, it's still 93 and and war- that's warm for us here in L.A. But uh, um, we are sitting here drinking some rosé, right? There we go. Yep, necessary. So a little rosé for us to get through as we're, as that's what we're drinking anyways. But today we have a special um, interview that we want to share with you. Uh, right now we're in the midst of pandemic. Jessica is a... You're not a frontline worker, but you're an essential worker, right? I am indeed. I'm so essential. Worker. You're essential, yeah. but what, kind of tell them what you do. I work in senior home care um, as a court coordinator. So essentially, we send caregivers to um, seniors' homes to help care for them in a variety of ways. So I help coordinate that, their whole schedules. And uh, which is even more of a need now in the midst of this where we can't go out at all. So having them go to the homes, right? Yeah, it's been very important for them and for their families, especially the families who live far away and aren't able to travel or even the clients that are not at home but in facilities where facilities have not allowed families to go and visit. So, yeah. And that's kind of brings us to our interview today. Two young ladies from Arizona, Emily and Lindsay, and they're with their shop. Genuine. Genuine. And they have this great program in which they, uh, you can go and um, buy bottles of wine and then donate them to doctors, nurses, first responders. And you get, and it can be anything. It can be like a $5 bottle of wine. I don't think they have $5 bottles of wine, but $10, $10 bottles <laughs> of wine or $50 bottle of wine. You can go there and uh, pick it up if you're in Arizona. Um, you'll hear where they're at. And, um, if you want to do online, you can go online, look at their website. So why don't you sit back and enjoy this conversation we had with Emily and Lindsay. So welcome to another edition of What Are You Drinking? Today, I have special guests all the way from Arizona. I have with me Emily Reeve and Lindsay Shinneman. Oh, so I was so nervous about that. Um, so it's two young ladies that opened up a wine. I, it looks like we'll get more into it, but a you can buy wine and drink wine at a place yes. called Genuine. That's spelled G-E-N-U-W-I-N-E. Um, we'll have all their information up on our social media um, later. Um, as you can hear, Jessica's not with me, but maybe she'll pop on later. She had some other stuff scheduled, but hopefully she gets here. But the reason I asked these uh, two young ladies to be on, they are in Arizona and they've recently, well, within the last year, correct? Started your, or when did you open up Genuine? It actually opened in January 2018. Okay, so it's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I had seen a story in a local uh, newscast in Arizona saying that they put together this program uh, 
where people can buy wine and donate it to doctors, nurses, first responders, anybody from COVID. Mm -hmm. And they were up at that point, they had about 50 orders. And I thought, that is so <laughs> awesome. And just a little backstory, I got done talking with a distillery in Giggs Harbor, who's making um, hand sanitizer, and they're donating that to hospitals. So it's been one of those giving days. So yeah. I welcome Emily and Lindsay. Welcome to What Are You Drinking? Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for so, having us. Oh, it's our my pleasure. It's our pleasure. My daughter was excited. I we were looking at the story. She's like, we got to get a hold of them. <laughs> so nice. So it's great. Now, let's just start off with the basics. You two have many years of experience in wine, right? Yeah, well, drinking, a drinking. lot of experience in drinking yeah. wine because we were actually teachers before opening up our wine bar. So we drank a lot. <laughs> I, I'm a professor. I totally understand that. I, I get that. But anyways, in all seriousness, you two were originally junior high teachers, correct? Yeah. yeah. Seventh grade math and science. Um, and we just worked really well together. Uh, we started kind of a math science curriculum and from that just learned that we do our best work when we're creating things together. And so that's kind of why we decided to partner and go outside of education to open up our passion. <laughs> so the, uh, I know everybody, not everybody that drinks wine has the gumption to start something like this. So what was that push or that little thing that you two looked at each other and said, Hey, we've talked about, or were you even talking about it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my husband and I went to France. Um, gosh, how long ago was that now? Almost four years ago, we went to France. And when we were there, um, we did this little wine tasting and it was a self-serve wine tasting. And I was like, this is awesome. I don't know anything like this. Um, <laughs> in the States or in Phoenix. So I came back to the classroom and I was like, Lindsay, I saw this wine tasting. It's awesome. This is what we have to do. Cause we had been talking about opening a business or doing something outside of education. So when I went to France and saw the self-serve wine, I was like, that, that's it. That's, this is our life. And we kind of just joked about it for a while. Yeah. Lindsay thought I was crazy at first. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know what, one day I, it literally was like a switch flipped and we looked at each other. We were sitting in a faculty meeting and we looked at each other and we're like, it's happening. Yeah. We have to, we have to go for it. So from there, we literally Googled how to write a business plan because we have, we don't, we're not business majors. We didn't go to business school. Um, and from there we just kind of, it just, took off there. We took off running and there was no one who could tell us that we weren't going to do it because we were going to do it. <laughs> That's fantastic. First of all, I think I can see for those of you that are listening, we are doing a zoom so I can see their, um, their store. So do those, okay, I assume those are your, the little machines. Mm -hmm. Do you have a little card that you go up? Okay. So I know about these because um, my son who got married last summer, we're back at a, uh, a brewery and they had one of those, Hmm. in their restaurant. And my wife, who's more of a wine drinker than a beer drinker, mm. loved it because she was able to put so much on her card, yeah. go and be able to pick out two or three wines. And she yeah. really loved it. Yeah. That's the nice part is people can just do little tastings um, before they fill up their glass. And what is 
a little bit unique about us is that we focus on local Arizona wines. Okay. We have a really good up and coming wine industry here in Arizona that not a lot of people know about. And so it allows people to just taste wines that they're unfamiliar with before they commit to a whole glass or buying a bottle. And that's great. I know when we were there, it was just started out like there was Spring Mountain, Dos Cabanas. Mm, Dos that, Cabezas. Dos Cabezas. Cabezas, yeah. Um, and there's one up in Jerome uh, with, uh, forgot his name, who's the... Oh, Caduceus Mer- or Merkin. Yeah. So even back then, um, even back then, it was up and coming. So that's great. Mm-hmm. So how many um, Arizona wines do you carry? Gosh, right now, I'd say we have about 15 different. Oh, good. Yeah, about 15 different varietals. It changes from time to time, but... We have 24 wines that can um, be in our machine at one time, and at least half of those are um, local. Okay. And then we also sell bottle um, bottles of wine. Obviously, right now, that's all we're doing is <laughs> selling it by the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> um, are, are you getting people interested in Arizona wines? Tell me a little bit about that because you, you're pretty much ambassadors then for the Arizona <laughs> Wine um, Growers Association. How yeah. do you see people starting to – because – um, this is my own little tidbit. I think when they first started, the price was so high yeah. for a bottle. Yep. People were a little like, ah, I'm not sure I want to do it. Are yes. you seeing people get over that now? Yeah, for sure. We see a lot. And it's really cool that we're in downtown Phoenix because a lot of people who are coming in from out of town, they can come here and try some Arizona wines and not have to necessarily travel to Sonoida or up to Sedona to try the wine. So it's a good spot for them. So we get a lot of tourists that are coming in who Googled Arizona wine and are just looking to try some Arizona wines and then they take some home. And we also get like a lot of locals who are trying to plan a trip up to the Verde Valley. Um, They want to know like what spots they should go to. So a lot of them will come and try the different wines and then they'll find like, Oh, I really like Chateau Tumbleweed. We have to go to their tasting room, you know? So it's kind of just a mixture of tourists and locals and, we're just lucky to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So how, how have you been, have you been developing um, relationships with the different wineries and have they been open to yes. what you guys are doing? Yes, they're phenomenal. Before we actually opened, we were able to go meet quite a few of them and they were so kind and so generous and just so welcoming well, yeah, and their doors and like going down and seeing how they operate. It's just such a family and such a community. And we just wanted to be a part of that. And so we just really wanted to promote them because we think they're doing fantastic work and we just wanted to be a part of it. So you're in downtown Phoenix. Um, You can go on and see, but you, you both were teachers in Gilbert. Is that where you, I'm not trying to get people like, is that where you live or why did you pick downtown Phoenix? Yeah, we we don't live downtown at this time. Okay. We both live outside of downtown Phoenix, but we fell in love with the community that downtown Phoenix has, the vibe that people, you just know the people who walk in your door. We know half of their names and what they did this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> you have a lot of regulars and there's a lot of foot traffic, a lot of um, development going on. So we just it's just a, such a sense of community down here and people really want to support small businesses and they want to support local and we just love, we love the feeling. Yeah, we so love it. Where are you located? 
We're right on Roosevelt and First Avenue downtown. Okay. I, so, so I, was try, I was trying to imagine where where it is. Yeah. Um, Not far from like Chase Field. It's yeah. like a couple blocks north of Chase Field. Like a, so you're close to like where uh, uh, is Chris Bianco's place near you guys? Pizzeria yeah. Bianco, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. I, was trying, I was trying to think through, like, it's been a while, but downtown, and, and I think that is a testament to what downtown Phoenix is, because that mm-hmm. used to not be a place to go yeah. to. And now to see all the small businesses that are kind of up and coming, I used to venture down there and go to uh, Durant's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think people, that's like the epitome of a steakhouse you go and walk through the <laughs> through the kitchen doors and, yeah and all that but um, yeah downtown phoenix has changed a lot even in the past couple of years it's it's awesome it's so cool down here yeah and, and i think that's what phoenix needed and it's good yeah. to see something like this especially with um young people coming down and mm-hmm. being involved with um the local business so the reason I, t- I wanted to talk to you guys is i do have more wine questions but i want to talk about what is this that you're doing in conjunction um, with the rest of people that want to support those who are on the front lines of the COVID-19? Yeah, we started a Bottles for the Brave campaign. And it actually started with um, some of our relatives wanted to support us and um, weren't obviously weren't able to come pick up any wine. So they just said, oh, just donate the wine. And we're like, oh, we should start a campaign and a program where we can have people purchase wine and then donate it to healthcare workers and first responders. So we have a table set up with all the donated wine. So customers come in and you can select what a bottle of wine that you want to be donated. Um, and then a healthcare worker or first responder emails us and we reserve a bottle for them. And then we also provide them with a little snack pack, cheese, crackers, things like that, so that they have something to look forward to when they have some free time, uh, a yeah. bottle of wine and a little cheese snack pack. Um, and it's just our way of giving people a platform to be able to support small business and support healthcare workers and first responders. And it's our way of giving back as well. And let's be honest, it's a great way they want wine yeah (laughs) something that they actually want (laughs) yeah healthcare workers and first responders they they deserve it yeah and they're so they're so appreciative when they come in it's great to see their reaction and you know they're really just appreciative of the support how have you seen the community come around i think when i originally read it a week ago you had about 50 orders has it picked up since then i've with that type of media coverage (laughs) Yeah. yeah, we have over a hundred now, um, which is great. And it's, it's been, I mean, that's the reason we love downtown Phoenix is because of the sense of community and we have regulars that come in and every time they come in for a bottle, they buy a bottle for the campaign. So it's just been a really good sense of community um, that people want to help out. Is that the only way people can go about um, contributing if only they live in Arizona or can no, people do I've it had, other ways? Yeah, they can. I've had a lot of people email me that they would like to donate a certain dollar amount. Like, oh, I want to donate $50 worth of wine. So then I can send them an invoice that they can pay electronically online. And then I'll add the bottles to the table. So you don't have to live here. 
um, in Arizona. You don't even have to come into the store at all. You can just send me an email, genuineaz at gmail.com and um, donate that way as well. Yeah, we'll put that up on our social media for people to um, get a hold of you guys to do this. I, I think that's fantastic. So what's an average bottle of Arizona wine going for? Or I assume you're sending them Arizona wine or are you just sending them whatever? No, whatever. They, we have a wide variety of wine. Yes, we do have a lot of local, but um, we have a lot of other delicious wines as well. And they pick whatever. So, so our, our bottles range anywhere from... $11 to $40. So they can pick out whatever they want. Okay. So it's not a certain group of wine. It's whatever you have. Correct. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So it doesn't, for people that might not be able to afford the $40 bottle yeah. or oh, want yeah. to do a couple at $40 as opposed yeah. to, well, that's great. Um, yeah. um, did it, I assume it picked up. So people on the, responder side do they contact you directly or do people nominate or how does that work kind of both um on our instagram we have a lot of people that will tag their friends and be like oh you should contact genuine and claim a bottle so they don't necessarily need to be nominated they just need to hear about it so and then they usually send us an email give us a call say i'm just gonna swing by can i pick up a bottle and then they come in and yeah, we reserve, goodies. Yeah, reserve a bottle and a snack pack for them and they're all set. That is fantastic. So I want to get back to the name Genuine. And I meant to ask you this. <laughs> how did you guys, great play on words. And what's so funny is I've never heard that used before. So that's what I think is really interesting that you guys picked up on. How did you come about with that name? Uh, well, again, we wanted that vibe of community and we wanted it to just be a very genuine place. We are two former teachers who opened up a bar and you walk in and it's just very genuine and real. Authentic yeah. and and so, so we're like genuine, genuine wine. So I think we just kind of thought about what we wanted the atmosphere to look like. And then I don't even know the exact situation, <laughs> but we just, yeah, came up with it and it's, that's great. My question is being former teachers, is your decor like a teacher's lounge? No, I'm trying <laughs> I mean, to no, see just, behind me. I do have chalkboards. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we have clipboards on the table. So I can see some teacher stuff going on. But uh but no, it's it's kind of like a coffee shop vibe, but for wine. Okay, that's great. Um, how were you guys doing prior to the March, for lack of a better word, quarantine? Um, were you guys picking up? Were you doing well? Or what was the sense of your business yeah. at the point? Prior to quarantine at all, you say? Mm -hmm. uh, good, yeah. We just celebrated our second year. And this is usually our busy season in Arizona. Spring training and tourists are here. So we were doing, yeah, it was... Very good. March was starting off very well for the beginning of the month. Yeah. And then just like any other business. And um, I guess the biggest thing is, you know, as I'm talking to different um, wineries and breweries and distilleries, you know, the hope is that, the, and shops now, you're our mm -hmm. first shop, so that's kind of neat, um, <laughs> is the ability to stay um, uh, open because I think once this is over, they're going to be flooding flooding yeah. to places like this because they want to yeah. be in community and stuff yeah. like that just get out of the house get out of the house so um what are you guys drinking right now what are you guys recommending oh i mean 
if you're drinking right now, that's fabulous. But I mean, <laughs> I wish more I did longer. Have one. <laughs> that's great. I can't believe I don't. Um, my go-to bottle right now is actually in Arizona. It's from Sand Reckoner. That's down in Wilcox, okay. Arizona, and it's called Sand Reckoner. It's an R blend. It's a Syrah blend, and it's very smooth but spicy and it's good any hour of the day. <laughs> That's great. Is it like a Cote de type or is it 100% Syrah? It is not 100% Syrah. I think um, I have right here. Oh, Syrah, Zinfandel, Petite Syrah, and Tanakh. Okay. So Lindsay got up to go get the bottle and everything. So, <laughs> I no, wanted that, to make sure I was correct with my. That's great. No, those, and especially you get to a blend of Syrah and Zinfandel, you get that spicy note to it at yes. the back. And especially, I mean, in Arizona, what's so funny, people are like, do you stop drinking red wine during the summer? And when we lived there, I was like, nothing tastes better if you're not drinking beer with like fajitas. That a good spicy red wine. Yes. No, we don't stop drinking red no, anytime. <laughs> not, not, not so, Actually, uh, I drink more probably in the summer. Yeah. The only thing I've gotten older and I probably drink more. So I drink rose all the time, you know, because yeah. it's just so nice. To, yeah. To drink, so. It is really good. That one's good in the afternoon. We have a really good um, rose right now from Dos Cabezas. It's their pink. Uh, that's what it's called. And it has a very pretty rose on the front and it's a hot commodity here in Arizona. That's good. Have you seen uh, um, your wine knowledge and palate starting to mature, gain more understanding since oh, you're now sure. in the business? Yeah, What's the big, what has been the biggest um, surprise to you? Like, Oh man, I, I never thought that'd be something I would, really know more uh, everything about. it's just amazing to me even as we're tasting with distributors and we can we just discuss the wines and when we can pick up on oh I, there must be some zinfandel in here just the fact that i have that is blows my mind yeah. <laughs> i didn't even know what a zinfandel was probably even five years ago i just knew what i liked yeah and and you found out that it wasn't pink yeah, you know, the other part, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, people go like, "What are you drinking tonight, Zinfandel?" I thought you liked wine. Yeah, I, I do. So uh, but yeah, I, I, it's hard to explain to people in the sense that they ask, "Why do you know so much about wine?" It's like when you drink enough, and I don't yes. mean that like right. But when you drink and all the time, you also start picking up these little things. Yes, and you know what you want. So my question to people that own. Um, that own uh, wine shops that are in the wine business, do you get more excited by drinking a $40 bottle of wine or finding that gem at 15 and under? Well, that's a great question. I, to, if I'm being honest, I don't even necessarily pay attention to the price. I just like when I yeah. find one that is a phenomenal wine that I want to keep taking home. Um, if I can find one, I guess that's 15 and under, and I know it'll be a hot buy for my customers and they'll want more and more of it. That's, I guess that's probably a better steal for me. I, that makes me happy because they like more bang for their buck. Yeah. I, I, being, like I said, I was in the wine business for a few years and I, that always gets me excited when I find that like Fifteen dollars yeah. under under gem. You're just like, oh, yeah. this is so good. You know, yeah, you want to share it with everyone. You're like, yeah. 
Yeah, one of the things you. we've turned into is we actually have what's called a house wine. So we have wine that we get all. So if you come to our house, we always have it. And uh, we try to tell people, once you find a good wine, never be afraid yeah. not to always have that wine. Do you, do you have people that come in and buy the same wine over and mm -hmm. over again and feel comfortable yeah. about it now? Yeah. And it's really cool because another thing about that community vibe is we know so many of our customers that when I'm tasting with a distributor, I'm, gonna, I'm like, oh, I know, who's, I know which customers are going to want this wine. So we have those customers in mind and we know their palates. We know what they like. And so that, that feels really good. Oh, that's good. Now you had mentioned you guys do like a little bread and cheese palette or a, a part with the, are you near um, a restaurant or stuff that people get people bring food in and sit yeah. and kind of enjoy yeah. themselves there? They can, but we do have some small plates like spinach and artichoke and um, hummus toast, hummus. We have a pesto pizza, personal okay. size. So we do have some foods I mean, when we're usually open our regular hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think that's the hard thing. I think we're all trying to navigate through this and see, you know, where, where it ends up, you know, so, you know, yeah. we can provide, I think the biggest thing is you're so focused on community and family there mm -hmm. that when, even though you are having sales yeah. and doing all this other stuff, it's hard when you don't have that continued vibe yeah. that goes on and everything. So it's very different, but. But people are still supporting you, right? Oh, yeah. They're That's amazing. Good. Absolutely amazing. It literally blows us away every day. Yeah. Um, but Emily will tell you what her go-to wine is. And, and for those out there, Emily's been actually, you've had a few customers coming, which yeah. is great. I am. Yeah. I'm one of those that I can roll with the punches. And I'm just yeah. like, the only issue is my knowledge of Arizona wines, because we haven't lived out there for like, geez, nine plus years. I'm not as good. So I couldn't tell. I'm like, Oh, I wonder what she's given them. Yeah. Yeah. I just actually had, um, a couple customers. One was for the bottles for the brave. And then another one who did order the, a local dos cabezas rosé. So see, you were right. Local rosé. Um, I think that my go-to, um, is really anything by Chateau Tumbleweed. <laughs> Everything they do is really good. Um, and it's just really unique, I think I would say, and well-made. And well so that's, yeah. it's just, you know that anything that has their name on it is going to be a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's great. What what price point are they at? Right around the $25 a bottle. So it's oh. really affordable too. That really is. That yeah. is a fantastic. Yeah, we were just kind of talking about what your go-to wine is. What are those things that you enjoy? Um, what are you drinking right now? And um um, you had gotten up to help uh, someone out and Lindsay's like, <laughs> I was trying something and now I, you know, she doesn't have <laughs> yeah. it now, but, uh, I like it. but anyways, um, anyway. all I know is I appreciate, I know it's short, but I just wanted to kind of get you guys on and talk about what you're doing there. Um, I hope success for you guys, but I appreciate, um, as I have a daughter who I do this with, but who's in the, um, uh, COVID, uh, front lines and everything. So I appreciate for all you do. And, we have made a point that when they open up the uh, gates to allow us to travel again, <laughs> and we're, my wife was born and raised in Arizona, so we're over there at least monthly, that we are going to make a sure beeline to come downtown to genuine. Awesome. Oh, good. Let us know yeah. you're coming. Give us a heads up. Yeah. I, I will, and you better have tumbleweed there because I'm going to yes. come and go, okay, <laughs> you guys do. talk about tumbleweed, and then, <laughs> yeah. what, and then the Syrah 
from down yeah, in Wilcox. Sand yeah, so, so I'm like, if you don't have those, I'm gonna come in and um, my wife yeah. already knows I'm very emotional. I will <laughs> over that. But Definitely. you guys just have a lot. I, I think the thing is that you have a lot of enthusiasm for it, and it's great to see. And I, in, in all honesty, I hope you guys are successful. You continue through this, and, thank you. Uh, many years that. to come, and. Not, I don't know where you are with kids, but your little kids are running around in there. You know, <laughs> Thank so. you. Yeah, I have a daughter. She, she is definitely keeping me on my toes. <laughs> how how old is she? She's two. Okay. Yeah. So, so you know you'll impact your kids with wine when, as my son did when he was fifth grade, goes running down. I think it was a bashes. And yelling, Dad, they have single vineyard Zinfandel here. <laughs> <laughs> and there are That's people hilarious. looking at us like, what? And I'm like going, I'm actually proud. This yeah, is a proud I'm moment proud, for yeah. me. Yeah, so. That is really good, yeah. But anyways, That's well, again, funny. thank you guys. I appreciate your time. And yeah. uh, best of luck. And we'll put up all your information. If you want to give it out, what's your Instagram and um tag? or what, Yeah, what? our Instagram is at genuine underscore Arizona. So definitely follow us and then you can find us on Facebook at Genuine Arizona as well. Okay, good. And we'll put that up on our Instagram and Facebook and go from there. So again, okay. Emily, thank you. Tell Lindsay. Yeah. Um, she had to run and do a uh, <laughs> customer, but thank you guys so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. So that was uh, my conversation with Emily and Lindsay. So what'd you think, Jessica? I know you weren't a part of it, unfortunately. You're off doing stuff, but... Yeah, I had they, to go help all the old people. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, they, but they have a really neat program there with that, um, with the store and everything. I think you uh, had seen them before about going to visit them. Yeah, when I saw the article or when you found it and sent it to me, I was like, we have to go and we have to talk to these ladies. And I thought it was really cool how with the donation part of it, where it's not just like, oh, here's some random bottle of wine. It's like kind of sounds like you get to pick it, right? Yeah, yeah, you do. So, and then they get to pick it too. So it could be anywhere from 15 to $50, anywhere around that. So I think that's good. Plus you get to do those um, small plate stuff. And I think that's fantastic. You know, your mom would love it. Yeah, everything that they're describing to me and like, why did I not eat before I started listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of it, I think what also made it uh, really interesting is the machine that they're using. I think that is... Uh, uh, really neat because uh, it is something uh, that we saw last year in North Carolina at the uh, um, beer at the brewery uh, place. Brewery place, yeah. Yeah, I have I haven't heard of it or seen it outside of there. But and if you don't know what we're talking about, like kind of think of like a soda machine, but like for adults, and you have to have a card in order to get um, what you want. But what's nice is that you can choose the amount of ounces, so you can either do a bunch of tasters or you can do like full glasses, right? So Correct. you're not exactly. just stuck with that, one thing. That's very right. So, um, and your mom loved it because she got to take her car, and she's one of those that um, wants to try different things before um, she commits before to she it. Commits, yeah. And I'm kind of that way too because the issue is, so I don't know the wines. I want to go to something that I. I kind of know i'm getting a little older so i'm not as adventurous as you are just kind of really adventurous one well i try to be well that and also since you have drank longer than i have you kind of have a better idea of what True. exactly you like where i'm still kind of learning figuring it out i know basics of what i like and basics of what i don't like but more often than not i'm going to try something new and 
and yeah. that'll, it allows it to do it there. So I'm interested in trying the wines they talked about. The tumbleweed sounded great. So. Yeah, and if all of you who are listening to this go and like buy them out before we get there, I'm going to find you and take one of your bottles of wine because they hyped it up so much that I, now I need to try it. Not that I want to. I need to try the tumbleweed wine now. Uh, and people, she's not joking. She no. will hunt you down. I will find you and I will take your wine. There you go. So, uh, but it was a great time with them. Again, if you're in Arizona, go support them. Go support the Heroes Bottle for Heroes. I think that's what the bottle program is called. Yes, yeah, If not, like go onto their website. Or we'll have their stuff up on our social media and um, support them. And uh, we will when we're ne- there next time. So, anything else, Jessica? Only one thing left to say. And you know what that is? Grab your drink of choice, sit back, and join us next time on What, what Are You, are you Drinking? drinking?